0: Time for our spotlight today on KRWC and on this Thursday it happens to be Earth Day and we've got a good topic for that. Eric Matson is with us today with the Wright Soil and Water Conservation District. Eric is a conservation technician. We're going to talk uh, quite a bit about the uh, Soil and Water Conservation District tree program, but let's uh, introduce Eric and Eric, good morning to you.
1: Yeah, good morning, Tim.
0: Nice to have you along with us today. I think you've been a guest at least once, maybe a couple times, maybe in studio before, haven't you? Yes,
1: that's that's right, a
0: couple okay. of years ago. Tell us a little bit about your role with uh, Wright Soil and Water Conservation.
1: Yeah, sure. So I work with the the Wright Soil and Water Conservation District as a, as a technician. So um, that ends up involving a lot of different things um, from municipalities like like cities and and counties and townships, um, all the way to just just the the homeowners and landowners of Wright County uh, and uh, addressing their needs, concerns, issues involving, you know, soil and water and and other environmental things.
0: And you've been with the uh, Soil and Water Conservation District for how long?
1: Yeah, I've worked with the soil and water here um, for over five years now, um, I, I came in, in the end of at twenty fifteen, um, with the the passage of the the state buffer law, and I work with that a little bit, but it's uh, it's only part of my duties. Um, I also um, work a lot with uh, landowners uh, that want to improve their land for uh, you know water quality or habitat benefits for pollinators other wildlife, um, kind of do a, a variety of different things. Um, we also are working with um, farmers and producers of the county trying to uh, implement some, some cover crops, some new um, new practices out there in the ag world to, uh, to try and benefit soil health and, and water quality at the same time and, and, uh, and hopefully not or hopefully impact yield positively and and not negatively in doing those things and then just experimenting uh, a little bit with that.
0: So the vast majority of your job is kind of interacting with uh, different property owners uh, a lot. I mean, that's uh, primarily uh, no matter what the particular function is or the uh, interest that they have is, uh, it's kind of one-to-one with uh, landowners, property owners.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, yep, a lot of one to one with landowners, property owners, a little bit of municipality. Obviously, the county has some departments. We work, you know, we work pretty hand in hand with parks department or highway department or some of the townships on different projects. But, uh, but yeah, definitely a lot of landowner, um, residential or, or larger, um, tracts of land out there that are, people are, uh, trying to improve for, water quality benefits or habitat benefits or, or other things. Um, I do deal with conservation easements, um, that may be through, um, the state through the board of water and soil resource sources or through, um, a federal agency like, uh, NRCS, the natural resource conservation service. So easements are out there too. And, uh, we work with those landowners as well to, kind of monitor and, and improve their uh, conservation resources out on their landscapes.
0: Sounds great. So, okay. With well, the uh, main topic that we want to talk about today that fits in just great with the Earth Day today is the uh, Soil and Water Conservation District Tree Program. Uh, give us a little overview here first, and then we'll kind of pick this apart a bit and and get some specifics.
1: Yeah, for sure. So uh, the tree program that we do uh each spring it's ongoing right now in fact i just left the tree barn uh and my crew there that's that's packing up the last few trees um we we've done this for uh, i guess i've been told over 50 years uh this this program has been offered um through the conservation district um and, it, and it's a sale so we sell um Small seedling trees, they're bare roots, uh, and then um, people can pre-order them and then uh, they can go uh, come pick them up and then they can go out and plant those, um, you know, where they'd like to on their property um, to improve those same things. Wildlife habitat or conservation, um, erosion, windbreaks, snow, live snow fences, those types of things. Um, so, we do have a variety of trees every year um, 26, 27 species we try to offer each year, and it's in different categories in the evergreens, in the shrubs, small trees, and up to large deciduous trees. Um, we kind of cover the gamut there. Um, and uh, yeah, so sales open in February. Um, we'll send out some information there and post it on our website. And then um, we'll collect orders in, until about the first week of April here. Um, then we have some designated tree pickup times, and we, we give you some information on that. And um, we get the trees in, we wrap them up for your order, and then uh, you come pick them up. Um, now, the reason for the the tree program is, is to provide, you know, a service to to Ray County and other surrounding areas, um, residents to get some um, some good quality um, trees, shrubs, uh, evergreens for for conservation purposes. You know, at a at a reasonable price. So these are just seedlings. They're uh, you know they're uh, they're well started, but they're pretty small yet. Uh, and we can we can get them out there on the landscape and and get them growing. So. Um, this year we we sold approximately 54,000 seedling trees, and uh, and we've been uh, busy packaging them all week uh, to get the orders
0: ready for those pickups. Wow, 54 pickup started yesterday. 54,000. <laughs> That's a 54, lot of trees. 54,000. Man, and where are these grown, or where where is your source for them?
1: Yeah, so the, they come from different nurseries. Um, one large nursery in, in Southern Minnesota, and then we have two nurseries in Michigan that we source, um, a few odds and ends from, and a lot of the evergreens. Um, and then we did get a few through, uh, North Dakota this year as well. Um, try and offer some variety. So sometimes we have to reach out to different nurseries to, to offer that, um, do try and focus on uh, native plants, native trees and shrubs. Um, you know, that would be uh, naturally found in, in Minnesota or or close to, uh, and that could, you know, do well in the habitats of, of Wright County out there, different uh, landscape uh, features and, and soil types.
0: And am I kind of getting the impression here, Eric, that are we past the... Um, the order times now? Or are you basically just filling orders now for this year?
1: Right, right. Yep, so we're we're beyond ordering. Um, we may have a few extra trees here. Um, so starting today, extra trees um, could be uh, purchased uh, out here at the tree barn starting at about 2.30 this afternoon. And we are just, We are in a pole shed just beyond the Parks Department's main building, so that's uh, 3500 Braddock Avenue, just north of Buffalo off of Highway 25.
0: And is the sale open to anyone? I mean, is there a minimum-type order? Uh, Is it for, you know, more um, uh, countryside-type planting where you plant a bunch of trees, or is it for in-town-type folks too?
1: Yeah. Yeah. We, we, uh, encourage everyone to, to come on out. Uh, you know, if you have a need for trees or shrubs, certainly, uh, we can try and help you out. All the trees come in, in bundles at 25 per species. So, uh, there's a few residential people that, um, have, have said that they don't need that many. And, uh, unfortunately that's the way, that's the way our, our program has to work. So we encourage those that, um you know want to order but don't want necessarily 25 to to share or split an order with a neighbors friends relatives uh and um and take advantage of of the sale um yes so we will have open extra sales um not a lot of trees yet available for extra we usually try and have some uh extras available but this year was um busy. You know, that 54,000 trees, that's a, that's a a lot of trees. And we had certainly demand beyond that, but the nurseries were, were pretty, uh, pretty slim with their inventories. Uh, I think there was a lot of demand throughout uh, the state and probably the country just uh, for, you know, good outdoor activities and and people are looking at their, their environments and their properties and, and um, trying to improve those
0: things. Is this a good time to plant right now? Uh, are people ready to go those that uh, that get some of the trees?
1: Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh yesterday we had some snow flurries during pickup and uh <laughs> I looked out the window and I questioned what month it was for a second <laughs> there, but uh yeah, definitely uh definitely a good time to plant. Most of the or all of the trees that we sell are, are dormant bare root trees, so they've been in a cooler um, you know up until just a few days ago when we when we received them and, uh, and they're ready to get growing so it's a great time to get them in the ground and then they can get started uh right away um you know obviously there could be maybe some frost yet this season but uh it shouldn't be a, a big detriment to these since they are um still dormant and and just getting getting started with the season
0: some folks kind of shy away from the uh, the bare root trees a little bit, and it, it does take a little bit different uh, procedure in planting, but not a whole lot different. Maybe you want to go over uh, how to plant, and, and once they're in the ground, what, what to do for them.
1: Right, right, yeah. So bare root planting is um, definitely a, a little different than potted plants or ball and burlap plants, but uh, they're pretty they're pretty small uh, trees and we try and order most things in, in 18 to 24 inch height. Um, And that can look different depending on what species of trees, you know, oaks, maples may look different than, than dogwoods or lilacs um, in the, in the root department as well. But um, certainly, yeah. So, so dig your hole, um, you know, get those roots kind of spread out in there. We don't want them J hooked in the bottom of the hole. So, um if that's gonna happen, we wanna trim those roots off a little bit or or dig the hole a little deeper uh and then and then get them covered up um we're looking at that root collar all the time, so where those those first roots meet kind of the surface of the soil that's that's where we're looking for, and we try and get that just about at the soil level, maybe maybe just below um so those roots are within the soil, and then we'll kind of firm the soil um, break up the clods and firm the soil around that tree seedling and uh, if possible water them if not uh, before a rain is a great time to plant so they get watered in um, not just for the tree itself to get water but also to kind of affirm uh, the soil and get rid of those air bubbles or air pockets that may be uh, in the soil after we've planted uh, those can be detrimental to to root growth, so we try and uh, get get those out of there with some with some moisture um, after we've you know used our our feet or hands to kind of tamp around the trees sure and protecting trees is kind of the next step um, some people like like tree mats which can get um, can be found in different um, types um, certainly a low cost option is just a little hardwood mulch around that tree to kind of discourage weed and grass growth uh, while that seedling gets established.
0: And then uh, people may wonder as far as species or varieties, uh, you know, which kind to go with, and I I suppose that can be all over the board depending, you know, what the purpose is. Like for a windbreak, it might be different than for, you know, just general shade and, and cover.
1: Yep, exactly right. So that's why we try and provide a variety. And I'm certainly willing to, to chat with anyone um, that may have questions. But uh, yeah, we want to find, we want to match those species to to your planting conditions. You know, if you have uh, low moist soils, maybe in clay, that's going to be a different species than say, you know, open sandy, you know, up on the hill kind of thing. Um, so Yep, there's a wide variety. Like I said, we try and offer, you know, 26, 27 species each each year, and then um, we'll try and work with you to match your needs. You know, if it's uh, windbreak, mostly the evergreens, um, or if it's just tall uh, deciduous for shade, um, or if it's more of a property line block or a or a snow fence would be more in the shrub category.
0: Lots of things to consider there, um, but I suppose uh, another factor too is you know how close to plant trees. You got to know a little bit about the species to know, you know, as far as the deciduous trees, what you know, what kind of um, uh, crown or spread they're going to have eventually. So you don't want them too crowded together.
1: Yep, exactly right. So we do on our website uh, have have some of that information available on the tree page. Um, you can look at different charts, but uh, a good rule of thumb is the, the mature width of the tree. You know, if you're looking for, you know, a nice evenly spaced tree row, but you want, don't want them too crowded, you know, consider the, the mature width of a tree or a shrub. And that could, um, uh, could be a good benchmark for your spacing when planting. Um, they're always, uh, they always they they always grow so taking a look at uh you know just the, the little guys that we're planting now is, um, is is certainly a little bit hard to imagine sometimes what they're going to look like in the future so those those charts and you know a good measuring tape can can certainly help with uh with that another thing to consider is if you're planting some some larger or or taller trees um What's above them um, if you have power lines near or on your property, uh consider that as well because uh you know it could be down the road that they need to get trimmed or removed um so maybe there's an option to just shift over your planting uh just a little bit to avoid that scenario
0: and once they're in the ground, especially for these um uh, users or um, residents that, uh, maybe are planting a bunch, um, uh, talk a little bit about, uh, natural watering versus, uh, you know, how long do you have to kind of keep it up before they're kind of good to go on their own?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. As everyone knows, uh, you know, our weather can be a little unpredictable and, and season to season, highly variable. So, um, it is good to uh to water your trees in and if it's a dry season, uh um, may need supplemental watering if if possible. Uh, if we're doing a, a lot of trees or there's a large planting, um then it's a, a little bit about hoping for good weather, but uh um you know, without absence of drought, I guess, um we usually have fairly good success dormant planting these bare root trees early. Um, like before a rain, we get a, we get some decent moisture in the spring. They tend to to take off pretty well. There's always going to be a little bit of, um, you know, a a little bit of, of of some of the mortality with the, with the tree planting. Um, you know, you can't count on every single seedling to, to take off and, and make, make it to maturity. So, um, so plan for that as well, um. And since we do offer this tree program every year, if you're doing a large planting, uh, you can always fill in the holes in, in future seasons, if need be.
0: And maybe before we go, Eric, maybe just some of the benefits. Uh, once you get you know a nice established uh, windbreak or plantings of trees, what uh, does it do for uh, not only the property, but uh, the environment as a whole?
1: Yeah, certainly people think about property values and aesthetics, but uh, yeah, but there are some other maybe overlooked um, environmental benefits as well, right? So we have uh, lots of birds uh, and pollinators, bees, butterflies, insects um, that that host or use um, trees to feed their larva or feed their young or host insects that they may feed on. So certainly could be um, good habitats for food sources, for nesting sources, um, for a variety of, of Minnesota wildlife out there. They also can provide good root structures for um, erosion potential, like uh, steep slopes or shorelines or banks, where we want to keep that soil held in place. And then certainly um, windbreaks are great for a farmstead or, um, or just you know, the the residential yard, but uh, they can also slow down soil, wind soil erosion. So um, if you have a large open field nearby or um, gravel pit or, you know, something where the the soil isn't held in place, you know, every month out of the year, this can certainly uh, provide you a little break from that and it'll uh, cut down some of that, um, some of that soil that may be moving in the, in the air, in the wind, or or snow as well. Um, you know, if you have a, a driveway that gets covered up pretty thick every year, a, a tree planting may be, may be good, but definitely consider uh, spacing when you're looking at, at that option because you want the snow to settle out before it gets to your driveway and, and not once it gets there. So there's a few guidelines for that kind of thing uh, on our website and, and also online. Um, but uh, the the first three feet of height in a tree or shrub is what really is going to slow down that snow or, or that wind erosion. So uh, consider that um, when you're planting trees and shrubs for that purpose. Um, and um, and maybe when you're doing tree trimming, um, I see a fair amount of evergreen plantings and, and people limb them up to get them, um, you know, looking to their standard. And, and sometimes that actually reduces the the wind and, and snow control that we planted them for, so consider that as well.
0: All right, some great advice, Eric Matson, conservation technician with Wright Soil and Water Conservation District. Our guest on our spotlight today. Finish up, Eric, if you would, about uh, how people can get a hold of you, if, you uh, if they're interested in some of the extra trees that you do have left now.
1: Yeah, for sure. So stop on out at the at the tree barn today like i said 3500 braddock avenue we're in the pole shed um from 230 until seven tonight and tomorrow night um and if there are there are a few remaining trees um if we do sell out of those there's potential that some orders may not get picked up um this this week and then uh those would be for sale next week. So give the office a call uh, Monday. And the phone number for the office is 763-682-1970 and see what we may have available on Monday.
0: All right, 763-682-1970. Good talking to you, Eric. Thank you so much for being with us here today and great to everybody at uh, Wright Soil and Water Conservation District and And we will talk with uh, some of your other colleagues here in the months to come.
1: Sounds great. I appreciate it, Tim.
0: Okay. Have a great day. That is our spotlight for you for today here on KRWC.